good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is real estate marketing dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Today, we're going to switch gears a little bit and uh, not talk so much on the video and the branding side. We're going to talk about what really makes this business go around. Um, and you hear this all the time, folks. It's like, what is the key to succeeding in the real estate business? Well, it's really simple. It's not working with buyers. It's getting listings and leveraging those listings to work with a lot of buyers and eventually a team um, and all that fun stuff. So we brought on a 25-year vet in uh, probably the most exciting market in the United States, only because his uh, average sales price is $2 million. What a dick. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, he's been doing this for 25 years. He's got a coaching company, and his uh, claim to fame is really on BrainAx, and really he's a listing agent type of guy. So we're going to go in and pick his brain today and sort of see uh, how it works. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our um, guest, Mr. Christopher Stafford. How you doing, buddy? Hey, good, Mike. Thanks so much for having me on. You got it. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, how you roll, and then let's get on into this. Yeah, it sounds great. So um, I have been selling, as you mentioned, I've been selling real estate in the wonderful city by the bay, San Francisco, for over 25 years. And originally started off as a CPA, worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers, hated my life, and then decided that real estate was my passion. So I started selling real estate. And then uh, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book called Massive Abundance, and as an offshoot from the book, started uh, coaching listing agents and how to become better listing agents, how to 10X your listings, and um, so I developed this coaching program called the Agent Unleashed Collective. The collective is a group of agents around the country. We do coaching. It's more of like a mastermind group and an accountability group and have a lot of fun doing it. Cool. Cool. And uh, well, you, you said something. You, you, you went from being the, the most introverted job in the world of uh, being a CPA, which makes my like makes me like, oh, I can't even think about numbers to going into real estate. What the <laughs> hell happened? How does that mindset even like switch gears? Yeah, you know, that's a really good question. Nobody's ever asked me that, Mike. You know, aside from the fact that I'm just a gregarious kind of guy, <laughs> I was just dying, man. I was dying as a CPA because, you know, it's just a lot of pencil pushing, a lot of numbers and spreadsheets and stuff like that. So I wanted to get out there in the public. But I always went to open houses and really got into real estate. I always invested in real estate. I always liked real estate. And I thought, what the heck, you know, after 11 years as a CPA, I decided to just work my passion, which is real estate. And that's a good friend of mine got me started as a real estate agent. Cool. That's well, uh, interesting. We don't see that too often, but I love yeah. it. Well, talk to me about this. Um, you're known for this um, brain hacks and these hardcore sales skills. So you're focused more on listings, at least in what you teach your students and whatnot. Is, is that right? Yes. So, and I agree. I think listings are the, are the, the key. They always have been. You know, it took me four or five, I think it was three years to get my first listing. Wow. Um, I was 22. So like no one's going to trust me with their freaking $500,000 house. You know, that was my sales price back then, but it's just like, no one's going to trust me. So tell me listings, like where do you start? New agent specifically. Well, I think, you know, here's the key. I think that with anything that if you want to be successful in life and if you want to be a successful listing agent, uh, really where it all starts is with consistency. 
you have to be consistent in your daily activities. You have to develop routines that are going to get you the listing. And as a coach and uh, working this mastermind group, the collective, I tell you that the biggest hurdle that I have to really overcome when trying to get other people to get listings is just for them to be really consistent in their daily activities. And, uh, you know, we all know where to get listings from. I try to come up with creative ways to find listings out there in the marketplace. But if you're not doing it on a consistent basis, that's really the key. Makes sense. I mean, folks, we talk about this every week consistently, whether we're talking about doing videos consistently, like no business exists without consistency um, in yes. it. So walk me through, like, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Like if I'm an agent, let's just say I've been in the business for a few years. What do I need to be doing being consistent at? And if I wanted to focus specifically on listings, like where's your biggest source? We'll start with the sources of business that agents can or may or want to keep their brand around. What's your top three or top five, if you will? Well, you know, a couple of things. One is I think that the foundation of any real estate listing business has to be your sphere of influence. Okay, no mm -hmm. surprise there. I'm sure you've heard this a million times. The thing that blows my mind though is that, you know, people will go out there and they'll call expired listings, they'll call FISBOs, they will call, you know, all kinds of things, but they won't call their sphere of influence. There are so many people that are just so scared to actually call the people that they know. You know, they're not afraid to, you know, have somebody hang up on them and tell them to go to hell in, uh, you know, when they're calling expires, but they're afraid to actually call somebody that they actually know and love. And these are all people that love us, right? right. They're in our sphere of influence. And so that's the biggest challenge. And that has to be the foundation of any listing procurement program has got to be call you love people it. that you know. And that's one of the things that I concentrate on. 80% of my business that I'm getting nowadays after 25 years is from my sphere of influence. And there's a really easy way that you can talk to people about real estate because when you get on the phone, I always tell people just say, hey, you know, this is Chris Stafford with Compass Real Estate, blah, blah, blah. How you doing? Just wanted to catch up. And invariably, it always turns to real estate. That was, hey, how's the real estate market? This is a great line that I use. I use this at dinner parties. I use this on the phone when I'm talking to my sphere of influence. And that is, I always say, you know what? The market in San Francisco is so crazy right now. We really need more listings. So if you even remotely know anybody that's thinking about selling their property, give me a call. And it's funny, Mike, I'll tell you, I just used that line about two months ago at a dinner party. There were like 10 of us at one of my client's house for dinner. And I was telling this guy who was visiting from out of town and across the table, this woman says, oh, I know somebody and uh, got a two unit building listing sale, uh, which up? was actually cool. What's the listing price, San Fran? Well, <laughs> uh, God, you know, it really just depends on the size, but we're looking at anywhere from roughly around $1,500 a square foot. All right. So folks, that's just having a conversation. You're exactly right. Like most of the content that we talk about on this show is focusing on your core audience, which is your SOI. And you're exactly right. Folks, why do you, why are you willing to go through hours and hours upon rejection and rejection prospecting, annoying the living daylights out of people with these old school marketing methods that have gone, in my opinion, extinct. And I think they're annoying. I think they degrade our profession. All of these hardcore sales tactics that you wouldn't want done on yourself, but yet you're doing them to other people. The business is right in front of you. Yep. Absolutely. It's, it's right freaking in front of you. Folks, 10 to 15% of your network is moving this year and most don't even know it yet. 100% of them have a referral for you and most don't even know that yet. Are they going to give it to you? 
I like what Chris is talking about here because what he's actually going is he's actually going through a lot of the content I talk about is more passive referral generation, marketing, staying in front of them. But he's actually talking about being active and going out and initiating the conversation to get the referral to happen. Every single person you know has a listing for you. It's just a matter if they're going to give it to you or not. Yep. I love that. And you know, I, you know, the worst thing as all of us real estate agents can attest to, there's nothing worse than going to a friend's house or to a past client's house and seeing a for sale sign. And that sign is from some other company. Totally. And I just, my post today on Instagram said, if you're not marketing your database, someone else is. Exactly. Um, and in nowadays folks, it's, it's more of like some other company is and their name is Zillow Sunday. Basically <laughs> every single person is fighting for the attention of your database which is exactly why you shouldn't let that happen because someone is out there penetrating that. There was a stat that came out the other day, Chris, uh, one of my friends posted it and he's like, there's only 13% of clients use the same agent again for their next purchase and sale. However, at the time of survey, I think it was within six months of the transaction, it was like 74% of people said they would use the same agent again. They're happy with the agent. They would use the agent, but they forget what your freaking name is. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that I'm always telling uh, my clients is that if you have a listing and you make a sale, make sure that you're staying in touch, not only with the seller, but that buyer that was brought in by another agent yeah. that just bought your listing, get their contact information as well too. Because I'll, like you said, 90% of the time, those agents, their agent, their buyer's agent is not going to stay in touch with them. I they stay don't. in touch with them. I yeah. make them my clients. I give them a call and say, Hey, listen, do you need referrals? Do you need any help? Blah, blah, blah. I can't tell you how many listings that I've received over the years from working other agents clients because they don't remember what their agent's name is like you said like that this is the thing that drives me nuts what well, does drive me nuts i mean it's an opportunity but it's frustrating because um i also help a lot of agents and i work with them just on staying in front of their sphere and it's crazy on how hard it is to get someone to put together an email list of their just clean it up just give yes, an email list exactly. to your database and but yeah it's like this little email list like i cannot tell you how many times in my career that the little things that I was consistent with led to the next big deal. Let me give you an example. How many times have you guys, if you're sitting on your treadmill right now, think about the last big deal you got. It, it was always happened because you did one other thing that if you didn't do, it would have never happened. Mm -hmm. So I can't tell you how many times I stayed at the bar and had one more drink and then all of a sudden someone walked on up and all of a sudden I had a $700,000 listing. Mm -hmm. What if I didn't have that one more drink? Right. And you got to be, I forget who used to say it was a Craig Forte or one of the old school gurus used to say, you have to be brilliant at the basics. Yep. I love that. He said that you have to be brilliant. Basic. This is just belly to belly. Yep. Everyone's trying to crack the next Facebook ad funnel. And I'm like, dude, what are you trying to do? Just stay right in front of your database. That's where it's at. Well, you know, that's a good point too, Mike, because I think that, you know, you, I love that term belly to belly. Because, you know, you mentioned earlier that just the hardcore real, you know, in your face, calling expireds, hardcore sales, you know, that's not working anymore. You know, that mm -hmm. used to be in the day and now it's all about belly to belly marketing. It's been getting in front of people. A relationship marketing is another way to say it, but getting in front of people. And these are people, you know, find the people that, you know, find more people. If you don't have a big sphere of influence make a sphere of influence. One of the things I do, uh, which is a real easy way to do this, find service professionals that are in your uh, town, in your uh, city, uh, you know, CPAs, investment advisors, loan agents, you know, insurance people. Just call them out of the blue. Get them out of the phone book 
get them off the internet, call them out of the blue and say, hey, listen, this is Chris Stafford with XYZ Real Estate. I've heard great stuff about your work. Do you mind if I stay in touch with you for referrals? I've done this for so long, you can dramatically increase the size of your uh, SOI. And I will guarantee you, if you do this, they will always say yes. They may try to get you off the phone, but they're not going to say no. And you know what? I've gotten so many referrals too, Mike, from just increasing my sphere of influence by adding these service professionals, staying in touch with them, calling them three or four times a year. And the ones that really like you and the ones that you really click with, take them out to lunch, you know, take them out to coffee, whatever it is. But again, the more people that you can get in front of that belly to belly concept, man, I love that. Well, I think it's just a change in mindset. The failure rate in our industry is so high. It's like eight, 90%, 87% of realtors. And I think it's because a lot of them go through the gauntlet of all of these 1970s Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross type of prospecting <laughs> systems that just fucking work anymore. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You're right. It's, it's become an emotional transaction and people do business with more so than ever with people they know, like, and trust. But I want you guys to change your mindset, right? Because like, the gurus always say this as well. They always say, well, if you, uh, you know, if you have, you make 100 calls, you're just one more no away from your next yes. Oh my God, and you're just yeah. like, come on, someone shoot me, right? <laughs> now, it, this is the same logic because if, let's do the math, folks. This isn't theoretical. Uh, this is factual. This is mathematical. Let's talk numbers. All right. If 10 to 15% of the population moves each and every year, that means one in 10, one in 15 people you're going to come across and have a conversation with, they're fucking moving, whether they admit it or not. And most don't even know it. They're probably getting into divorce and they don't even know their husband's cheating on them yet. That's the truth. Life happens. People might get sick. Things happen and people don't know. They might get relocated, job transfer. Who freaking knows? But at the same time, switch your mindset to going, hey, every single person I may talk to right now has a referral for me. So that line that Chris just, if you don't mind repeating again, that Chris just shared with us, it's exactly how to have that conversation because you're right. Now you're saying this, I'm trying to go back and see like some of the conversations I had. I was like, yo, bro, so where, where do you live? Not that I actually gave a fuck, but the fact that they would ask me where I live and it gave me an opportunity to start talking about real estate, period. Yep, absolutely. And the line again is, if you're in a room full of people, it's basically just says the market in San Francisco, my city, the market in my city is so crazy right now. We need more listings for sale. So if you know any at all, I think that is a non, a really cool non-douchey kind of way to it is. bring up real estate and not make a big deal about because it. Because yeah. the given question is always like, how, at first it goes, this is what I do with everybody virtually that I think about. It. So I'm always trying to meet and greet like new dads because like I'm into my kids at this new school. So oh. I'm always trying to pry around and be like, we do business with this guy, this guy, I wonder what this guy does, right? So I'm always like, what do you do? First question you ask everyone is, what do you do for a living, man? Like, yeah. I'm really interested. Like, I, and I lean in. I, I, I listen to hear what they say because I know they're going to ask me, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the question is just be like, well, actually, I'm a little stressed out right now because I don't have enough freaking listings. Like, I, I need listings. Like, you want anyone? Yes. That's a very nonchalant, natural way to say it. I like that a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, as part of the collective, this coaching program, we uh, interview <coughs> top producing real estate agents. And just uh, last week, we were on a call. And I, in front of uh, my coaching clients, I interviewed Gary Gold. Gary Gold, as you probably know, is one of the top agents in Beverly Hills, California. And he has the uh, Chartwell Mansion listed for sale, $200 million. Most expensive house currently listed for sale in the United States. I think I saw and, that on the news, actually. Yeah. And so uh, we had, I was interviewing him, and we just had the greatest, uh, greatest talk. And I'll tell you, Mike, you know what he said? He said the key for him getting those listings is exactly what you just said, Mike. He said, everywhere I go, I talk to people. 
And I asked them that, they always ask me the question. I asked them, what are you doing for a living? What did you do for a living? What are you doing for a living? He just talks to people every yeah. single place. You know, that's really the key. But I do want to go back to one thing, Mike, that I think sure. is really important, I think from a brain hack standpoint, and that is that you really have to be on your game to get people to call their sphere of influence. So if you're feeling like crap or you, you know, you're not on your game, and that's really the key, you're not gonna call people. And I, so the key really is, is from a brain hack standpoint is do whatever you can to feel your top, to feel your best. And I don't know if that's just not drinking. I start my day every single day with uh, meditation, with working out, eating a healthy breakfast, because you know the way you start your day is really going to govern the rest of your day. So from a brain hack standpoint, you've got to start your day correctly. But whatever it is, you know, for you, if it's not meditation, if it's praying or if it's working out, whatever it is that's going to get you in that top physical, because the physical is going to get you into the mental. And when you're in the top of your game, that is when you're going to make those calls. If I'm hungover because I had too many drinks last night, you know, I'm not going to wake up in the morning feeling like calling, you know, 10 people. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so what? Right. You know, so it's Maybe really the night before you, you might, or if you're going to get drunk, at least get drunk right before the call hour and then start making those, <laughs> <laughs> then start making those calls. There you go. Another strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Let me ask you this. You're focusing like, all on SOI, which I didn't even expect to have on this conversation. I loved. It's always the main core that that we go off of here. But it's not just other, SOI. But, but yeah, talk SOI to me about definitely. like SOI is the, the main thing. But are you doing anything with any of the students or coaching? Like, do you guys focus on prospecting or a traditional like lead gen type, Absolutely. type Absolutely. program? And then what what is your advice? I'm curious to get your take on that because people are like it's like a squirrel, right? I don't see anyone ever master the lead gen. First, I see no one master the database stuff, barely any. Yeah, the ones who do, and you guys know this, look in your own markets. There's an agent that you despise in your market and every single day you fucking look at him. You're like, how the fuck does this guy sell more than me? Well, he just has more friends or he has a better way of connecting with them. That's the truth. Yep, absolutely. Right? absolutely. SOI is the key. Like I said, it's got to be the foundation you know, of any uh, prospecting that you're doing. But yeah, absolutely. You can't just call your SOI. You have to branch out. What I do with the group, with my group, is you know, it's based on what personal preferences. I like to try to get people to do three uh, types of prospecting. So SOI is one of them. Pick two other ways. Pick two other prospecting methods that you really enjoy doing. Some people like to do expired calls. Some people like to do FISBOs. Some people like to do, one of my favorite things to do right now that I do personally is, which is so easy right now, is to find probate attorneys. You know, it's really easy for anybody to go down to their local courthouse, and, and a lot of this stuff is online nowadays, find probates. Probates, in case you don't know, are people that are died. And people that are dying typically have real estate. Not always, but you can find the probates that have real estate. And it's very easy on an online basis in major cities. And if you can't, just go down to the courthouse and get the information. Who are the heirs and who is the probate attorney? One of the things that I do is then I send out mailings. I send out packages to those. I contact those probate attorneys. They're always really friendly and helpful. They'll tell you if their family is going to keep the real estate or not keep the real estate. And that's a great way to not only you know, find out about probates and try to get listings from them, which I've gotten many listings through the years doing probates, but all these probate attorneys add them into your SOI and stay yes. in touch with them and call that's, them three, four times a year. That's the key. I want to rewind something you said. This is really, really important. As you have your SOI prospecting system, whatever the hell it is, it's a way to stay in touch, whether you're calling, sending direct mail, emails, whatever you're doing, you're doing it consistently. 
if you don't have the infrastructure of that set up first, I don't believe you should ever start prospecting. And even if you don't have a database, because even though the relationships you meet on the prospecting aspects will get filtered into that SOI touch system and people go the other way around. So what happens is, is like everyone's trying to crack the Facebook code. Well, let me crack it for you right now. Six to nine months on average. And the reason why most agents aren't converting off of Facebook is because they don't have a six to nine month pipeline or a way to stay in touch with someone after they made initial conversation, after they made initial contact. You still have to nurture that database in a human way. Yes. All the way up until they're ready to get in the car. Mm -hmm. I totally get it, man. That makes perfect sense to me because you've got to stay in touch because like you said earlier, you just don't know when things are going to change. You don't know when that wife's going to find out that her husband's cheating or, you know, somebody's going to die or somebody's going to outlive, you know, outgrow their house or whatever it is. So yep. you absolutely have to stay in touch with these belly yep. to belly, man. He also said something interesting too, and this is a, uh... You know, and you guys, this is what you're going to see come down. Every lead portal is going towards a referral model. They're all like mega teams right now. You can pretty much put them that way. Yeah. Realtor.com is going the same way. Zillow is going the same way, which means you're not going to be able to buy leads online. And I feel like that's been a easy substitute for people in the last decade. And it's really ruined our overall work to the fact where most people don't know where to get leads now. Yeah. So niche down, probate, divorce, foreclosure, short sale, absentee owners, but do one thing at a time. Until you master that one niche, you should never go on to your second. The SOI is always churning, but you only should turn a positive ROI first on one lead generating activity at a time. And don't move on to step two until you do it. You're right. It has to be something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, and like, if you're not, and, it's not going to work. Absolutely. Because, and that's what I tell my, my, my coaching clients. It's sort of like, what's the best prospecting method? That's what everybody asks me. What's the yeah. best prospect? And I, and I tell them that the best prospecting method is the one that you're going to do consistently. And sure. so some people are really into probate. Some people are into expires. Whatever it is that you're going to do consistently, really be passionate about it, to use your word, and do it one at a time, but do it, and do it on a consistent basis. I'm every single morning between 8.30 in the morning and 10.30, 10 to 10.30. Uh, sometimes I start early, but I try to at least get, no matter what's happening in my life, I travel a lot. I even prospect you know, from traveling. I have a condo in Panama. I, I call from there. I try to get in two hours every single morning, and 80% of that time is generally working my SOI. Yep. So you have a mastermind of agents around the country and whatnot. That's correct. Uh, collectively, um, where's their largest source of business? Is it also coming from SOI? It's also coming from SOI, but you know, again, it collectively, I can't really make any uh, assumptions or because everybody just does what they really like to do. So I don't tell somebody other than your SOI, I wouldn't tell a coaching client to do this or do that. You know, again, it's, I always ask them, what do you think that you could do consistently? What do you think you're going to enjoy doing the most? I've got people that are door knocking and they're killing it down in Santa Barbara, killing it in door knocking. I personally can't stand door knocking. I'd rather sure. get on the phone and talk to probates. But again, it's whatever that you're going to do on a consistent basis. That's the key. Very well. But that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any other final tips here you want to add? I think we uh, really, I think you simplified. You just got to talk to people, man. Sorry. Just if talk you, to people, if, yeah. If you don't want to do that, it's time to find a new career. And take care of yourself too, man. This is the whole thing. Because if you don't have sure. your health and you don't have your physical health and your mental health, you're not going to do this business well. You're not going to get listings and uh, you're dead in the water. So yeah. And you kill and you will burn out. Yeah. If you don't, you're not human. 
There you um, go. It's just part of the part of the business. Christopher, go ahead and uh, give our listeners a little bit uh, how they can reach you. Go ahead and plug your stuff, and uh, we'll get this thing wrapped up. Yeah, that sounds great, uh, Mike. So, anyways, anybody wants to reach me, you can go to theagentunleashed.com. That's theagentunleashed.com. Uh, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I answer all my own emails. And I also wrote a book called Massive Abundance, How to Create Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity in Your Life. And if you shoot me an email, I'll send you the book for free. Thank you very much, man. It was interesting. Didn't expect us to go down the SOI trap, but folks, every single guest we have on here leads back into the top thing. And you know we're not bringing a bunch of zeros, a bunch of losers on here. We're bringing successful people. And there's one thing that's in common. It's this thing that we talk about on the show each and every fucking day. It is about building a brand, staying in front of your audience, your largest source of business, and becoming unforgettable, but do it in a way that comes from value and contribution. That's how you build a brand, consistently communicating with the same audience over time. If you want help with doing that on video, please go ahead and visit our website. This is what we do. We'll come up with your brand strategy. We'll come up with your video strategy. I'll show you a very simple way to film them, and then we'll handle all the editing and distribution on the back end and make you and your team unforgettable. So thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Go ahead and contact us and follow us on social, The Real Estate Marketing Dude. And we'll see you on the next week's episode. Thanks a lot, man. It's an awesome show. I appreciate your time, and uh, we will talk again soon. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.